0: It's a Don's double bill this week. We look back at our draw against Celtic last week and our Scottish Cup quarter-final match against Dundee United on Sunday. We hear from Stephen Glass on both. Plus, a roundup of the week's Don's news and the rest of the midweek Premiership. And weekend Scottish Cup matches on the AFC Don'scast on Tuesday, the twenty-seventh of April. Hello and welcome to the AFC Donscast from the Inverness Reds with me, Gray Mackay. We'll rewind right back to last Wednesday for our home match against Celtic. A 17th minute goal from Lewis Ferguson, ably assisted by Andy Constein, looked to have sealed the win for the Dons. If it wasn't for the last breath of the game, with literally seconds to go, Lee Griffiths scored an equaliser for Celtic in the 93rd minute. It possibly has paid to us catching Hibs in third place, where are six points ahead of us on 59 points.
1: Stephen, so many positives to take out of the game, but you must be gutted that you were three seconds away from taking all three points tonight.
2: Yeah, really disappointing. I think when you get that far, you put in that effort and the quality that the boys showed as well. Really disappointed, but uh, more so proud of the group of players and what they gave us tonight.
1: A very disciplined performance. Their concentration level's top-notch.
2: Yeah, they were really good. We we knew we would have to be. Celtic moved the ball really well. John's got them playing in a, a really good style. Good players in there as well so it was always going to be difficult but they stuck to their task they they broke at speed at times had real opportunities to score a second goal as well which would have killed it off.
1: Looking at the possession stats Celtic had 72% possession but Gary Woods didn't have that many difficult saves to make did he?
2: No I think if we go chasing it high up th- th- we've had hardly any time on the grass to kind of discipline them in the forward areas so it was, it was easier to do it the way we've done it uh, they found themselves in a low block and a medium block half the time and it was, I think the discipline in that performance meant that Woody didn't have a whole lot to do. Great save in the first half, but other than that, not I don't think he got his hands dirty too much.
1: And we created quite a number of chances ourselves, That um, did you feel that you needed to get that second one just to give you that little bit of breathing space?
2: Yeah, the second one gives you that little bit of extra almost that you're not hanging on and in the last minute if they, if they nick one, they nick one, but Uh, when you don't get it there's always that danger but I did feel like the boys had done enough to see it out and I think they would have if the referee did his job right
1: There was a a shout for a penalty when Johnny Hayes broke through I think looking back on it if there was an offence it took place outside the box but if there was an offence it's a red card
2: Yes, uh, well those are the rules and that's what we're hoping gets applied properly but there was another situation as well that to me wasn't but again that's not up to me that's up to the referee so
1: Ross McCrory had to come off, but Calvin Ramsey came on and produced
2: a, a very assured performance for one so young. He was excellent again. Uh, we end up with two really young fullbacks against that level of players as well, and they showed what they've got uh, with the ball, without the ball, tactically disciplined uh, defensively, and ready to break at speed, and made some really good decisions in the game as well.
1: As I say... We're disappointed we haven't taken all three points. I'm sure it's a pretty gutted group of players in that dressing room. But when they look at it in the cold light of day, there's so many positives to take into the cup tie on Sunday.
2: There definitely is. Uh, the, the fact that we have a cup tie on Sunday is a positive in the first place because of the performance last week. Uh, so it's important that we recover now and we're ready for Dundee United when they come. The game's really, really important. We know what it means to the club to be in the semi-finals, and that's the end. Stephen, thanks very much again. Thanks, Andy. Cheers. Catch live
3: audio and video of our next match, only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights, and all the goals. Exclusive interviews and behind-the-scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action, only on Red TV.
0: Sankis but was the venue for our Scottish Cat final against Dundee United on Sunday the Dons started the match with all the pressure on the opponents but went behind after 18 minutes from a Mark McNulty goal Florian Camberry lost possession with a heavy touch Clark moved the ball quickly to Shankland and he set up McNulty to beat goalkeeper Gary Woods with a fine finish stunning the home side United opened up the Dons defence once again shortly afterwards and midfielder Ian Harks was only inches away from reaching McNulty's cross at the back post We were in disarray. The second goal appeared inevitable and it came after Dean Campbell barged McNulty to the ground on the right. Clark's free kick into the six-yard box saw Edwards rise and challenge to bullet a header past Woods. After Mehmet tipped an Andrew Constantine header over the bar, United should have scored a third, but McNulty screwed his ankle drive wide of the far post. We had it all to do and started the second half with more determination and a series of crosses had to be repelled. However, McNulty punished us again when he played a 1-2 with Harks and ran away from defender Tommy Hoban before slipping the ball under woods to effectively kill the tie. Mehmet made a save from an Armageddon drive and Aberdeen kept plugging away but believe it dissipated by the minute The final score, Aberdeen 0 Dundee United 3
1: Hugely disappointing afternoon
2: Yeah, I think the, the first half really set the tone uh, I think you saw what the, the game against Livingston and the game against Celtic took out the group uh, There wasn't It didn't look like there was much left in the tank uh, and the performance suffered as a result Didn't get a real foothold in the game From the first minute, Uh, they were fresher, a little bit sharper, a little bit better in their pressure and better on the ball as well. So I think overall we got what we deserved.
1: We went into the game with high hopes, obviously, but uh, having lost, uh, that's the Scottish Cup gone. We've now got three league games and, you know, fans are, are probably already thinking ahead to next season. But for yourself, is it a case of just get as many points as you can out
2: of these next three games and then think of next season? I think while we're trying to get as many points as we can, we've got an eye on next season. So it's two, the two things are going hand in hand. You, you learn about the group today, uh, you learn what they're capable of physically, uh, learn what their technique, uh, not their technique, but their tactical and the quality that they've got as well under pressure when they're tired. So I think we'll be able to build on things that we've seen today. We'll, we'll be better for it next year. It's a really disappointing result. Of course there is, there's no hiding place, there's no excuse, but it'll make us better in the long run hopefully.
1: Do you feel it's going to be a very busy summer for you in terms of bringing players in and also letting players go from Aberdeen?
2: Probably, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a big number of guys out of contract. Uh, there's young ones coming through. We know where we'd like to add players. We obviously need to add a little bit of quality. Uh, to me, I think you've seen today, there needs to be more physicality in the group uh, that can play. And I think uh, you'll, see, you'll see a better, stronger Aberdeen team next year. We know Scott Brown's coming in already which adds to the, the mentality and the winning mentality of a group that it's, it's not enough for a fresh Dundee United group to come up here and roll us over like that today. So it, it, it dents us, it hurts us, but we learn from it.
1: Is that something that, that you knew about before you came to the, the club that maybe there is uh, a, a slight problem there that uh,
2: needs to be addressed? I think uh, I don't want to say there's a problem because uh, the, the players have given us everything over the last couple of weeks since we came in. But I think sometimes the way that we want to play is very demanding. It takes away training. Uh, it takes away preparing. We've had probably, I think, five, six proper sessions on the grass with them. A lot of work on the video. But I do think you saw the mental fatigue in the last two games today as well. And it, it's not an excuse because I'm not going to stand here after losing 3-0 in a game like that with excuses. But there's a way of building your group to be prepared for this sort of thing. Three 90 minutes plus in a, in a week. Uh, and we'll, we'll be ready for it the next time this comes around next year
1: So th- you feel that th- there's still obviously a lot to be done in the, the training ground in terms of building up the, the tactical acumen of the players in terms of the way you and Alan want the team to move forward
2: Yeah, we want to play in a certain way uh, we want to be able to handle whatever other teams throw at us I think every manager is the same but we've come into a group that looks like they're willing to learn they're willing to work uh, and you, you see that they're giving you everything And I think the week today, the the group could not handle the third game in a week uh, for whatever reason. But it's our job to fix it. It's why we're here. We're in here for a reason. And there's a good base to build from. Stephen, thanks very much indeed. Thanks, Andrew. Cheers. Police! Gail Vela's murder
1: is this force's highest profile investigation.
2: Her life cut short, and whoever did it's got away with it.
1: It will be our job to detect whether police corruption has contributed to this murder remaining unsolved. Bella drew attention to links
2: between organised crime and corrupt police officers.
3: There is no corruption in this police force. A bare-faced liar promoted to our highest office.
2: You should investigate.
3: Believe me, we will.
2: You have no idea what she's capable of.
3: A whole line of inquiries will be deliberately suppressed to protect organised crime. I had nothing to do with it. I know is somebody's behind all this. I'm being
0: free. When did we stop caring about honesty and integrity?
3: Do you still believe there's a fourth man out there, man
2: or woman?
0: The last episode of Line of Duty airs this Sunday. Returning to the other matches from last Wednesday in the Scottish Premiership, Kyle Lafferty scored a first-half hat-trick as Kilmarnock moved out of the relegation zone with a 3-0 victory over Dundee United at Rugby Park. Ross County now occupy the relegation playoff place after going down 3-1 to St Mirren in Dingwall, despite leading at half-time through Jordan White, Lee Irwin, Ilky Dermis and Jamie McGrath, who a penalty turned things round. Bottom club Hamilton Ackies were beaten 1-0 by Matherwell at the Foy Stadium. Mark O'Hara scored the only goal after Ackies had Ronan Hughes sent off. Rangers were held to a 1-0 draw by St Johnston at McDermott Park. Scott Wright gave the visitors the lead, but Liam Craig equalised with a stoppage time penalty. Hibbs strengthened their grip on third place thanks to a 2-1 win over Livingston at Easter Road. Kevin Nisbet and Martin Boyle penalty were on target before J. Emmanuel Thomas pulled one back from the spot. In the Scottish Cup over the weekend, Hibbs progressed to the semi-final after their penalty shootout against Motherwell. after finishing the match in the 90 with two goals apiece on Saturday. An opening goal in the second half from Christian Doidge and three goals in the space of eight minutes late into the half saw so Jack Irvin score a second for Hibs before Ricky Lamy and Tony Watt levelled the score. In the shootout, Mark O'Hara and Stephen Lawless missed for well, then Kevin Nisbet for Hibbs before Fortius secured the win. The cap winner St. Johnston stand Rangers to knock them out of the Scottish Cup in a penalty shootout. Goalkeeper Xander Clark saved two spot kicks just after assisting in the purse side's 122nd minute Ibrox leveler. James Tavernier scored deep into extra time, but Chris Kane touched in Clark's effort to send the tie to penalties. Tavernier and Kamar Roof missed their spot kicks, and Ali McCann beat Alan McGregor to win the quarter final. And yesterday evening, St Mirren clinched this final semi-final spot after taking Kilmarnock the distance at Rugby Park. 3 all after extra time and the Baddies winning 5-4 on penalties. And following the match, the draw for the semi-final was made. Dundee United will face Hibs on Saturday the 8th of May. Kick-off is at 4pm live on Premier Sports. And St Mirren will play St Johnstone on Sunday the 9th of May. Kick-off is at 2.15pm live on BBC One Scotland and Premier Sports.
3: What you say to a cocktail, Coach Lasso? Oh, the same thing I'd say to Diane Sawyer if she ever asked me out on a date. Yes, please. <laughs> Live from the Dull Track, it's Richmond with eight straight ties. How many more matches before you hit the panic button? There's two buttons I never like hitting. That's panic and snooze. I don't care what our record is. It's all about believing that everything's gonna work out in the end. Exactly as it's supposed to. And isn't the idea of never give up one of them things we always talk about in sports? And shouldn't that apply to people
0: too? It's a beautiful metaphor for many of life's journeys.
3: The team's just a little unlucky.
0: That's all. Maybe we should bring in
1: a sports psychologist.
3: Brought you a little sum sum for your first day of work here. I don't eat sugar. Really? I've never met someone that doesn't eat sugar. Only heard about them. They all live in this godless place called Santa Monica. Sing it. We will, we will rock you. You got a fever for the flavor, little girl talk, don't you? This chap. I've been seeing John. Stamos? No. His name's John Wingsnight. Like at a sports bar, like Monday Night's Wingsnight down at PJ Flats. Would you please stop? Rule number one, even though it's called girl talk, sometimes it needs to be more like girl listen. We will, we will
0: rock you. We will, we will rock you. What's Ted doing?
1: Probably I'm sick. Closest thing he can find to a Dodge Ray. woo
3: Back home, if a team was playing poorly, we don't call them unlucky. What do we call them, coach? New York Jets.
0: Ted Lasso Series 2 returns to Apple TV Plus on July the 23rd. OK, let's catch up with a couple of bits of news then. And all the goals were in the first half after the Aberdeen Under-18 secured a 2-1 win against Comarnock in the Club Academy Scotland League. Uh, on Friday, Comarnik went ahead with a penalty in the 20th minute, scored by Stephen Warnock. Jack Milne equalised 10 minutes later and Michael Dingana secured the winner in the 38th minute. Finally, the Aberdeen Club Shop and Ticket Office reopened as of yesterday as part of the relaxation of lockdown rules. The Shop and Ticket Office will be open Monday to Fridays 10am to 4pm and on Saturdays from 10am to 2pm. There are still restrictions in place. You'll need to wear a face covering whilst in the Shop and Ticket Office. There's a one-way system in place and there may be queuing dependent on the amount of people in the building. Where possible payments should also be made using contactless. Hand sanitizer will also be available throughout the store. The distance to the studio is exactly eighty metres. Most presenters cover it in sixty seconds. We do it in forty. Thanks, Rachel. Emerging from the daughter my light is...
3: Jenny Gresham, hello and welcome to the show that covers the full spectrum of human life.
0: From aqua aerobics to abortion, from zebras to Zionism. The
3: show that promises to be all things to all men and all women
0: and everything in between. <laughs> Hi, Nathan, Germaine, Shauna and Trent. It's that time. What time? High time to say if you've got time to give this time your time. And it's time to let this time spend time making your time a good time on this time on BBC One and IFlayer well it's back to league action this weekend when we'll face Livingston at Almondvale for the 3 pm kickoff on Saturday. you'll be able to watch the match on pay-per-view on Livy TV but it'll cost you 20 quid. If you have Red TV International it's available on that as part of your subscription or audio only on Red TV in the UK and Ireland. The other Premiership matches over the weekend are three o'clock kickoffs on Saturday between Dundee United and Ross County. Hibbs versus St Johnston. It's Motherwell versus Kilmarnock and St Mirren are at home to Hamilton. And on Sunday, it's Rangers versus Celtic for the midday kickoff. And we do it all over again on the AFC Donscast next Tuesday, the 4th of May. I'll be back then following the Livingston match. Till then, have a good week and stand free.
3: That's all for this week.
0: More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.